Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With Kevin Walsh and Donnie Wrightside. Tuesday afternoon, right here on the grid. Afternoon, no better place to be. It's Donnie Wrightside. It's Kevin Walsh. We're right here on Sirius XM Channel 159 on the grid. I'm ready to get started because today, look, I know we got baseball. We got important baseball to get to. Mm. But the football juice, like you're going through camp. Like the NFL players right now are going through camp, and some of them actually winding up camp already. feels like they just started last week. But I feel football on the horizon And I got an interesting, I don't want to say, we have a lot of subjects, but the one team I'm focused in on is the Cincinnati Bengals, K-Dub. And I'm going to tell you about that in a little bit. But it's nice. The afternoon, there's the crispness this morning, it felt like, where it wasn't (laughs) 90 degrees when I woke up. I'm feeling, I'm feeling football. All right, you're feeling good. That's good to see. I'll tell you, I know the NFL is, I mean, it's always dominant. I, I know. Yes. I got those college football juices are flowing, though, man. I would love for Week Zero to be this week. I wish Uh, we had more. I wish we had more KW. Like, give me a scrimmage. Like, give me Georgia Mm. Tech playing Temple in a scrimmage that I can check out. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we don't get the problem with college football is we don't get enough. Like, right now on my TV screen, I'm seeing replays of like play, or excuse me, um, preseason football games. And it gets Mm -hmm. me fired up. Like, I can't imagine. Like, throw throw in some spring games here. You know what I mean? Get me fired up. But uh, this is also not to go down this path in a major way, but we've talked about this a lot. This is why the XFL and the USFL think at all will attack the non-football months is a mistake. It's not that we couldn't handle football 12 months Mm -hmm. a year, but it's something about the season, the time of the year, football season, that, you know, XFL Tuesdays Mm -hmm. would probably do, I think at least, better than April XFL Sundays or May XFL Sundays. Yes, and, I, and you're right about that because you need the decompression. The, the reason, again, why we love football is it ends early February, and then we have that like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Meanwhile, two days later, you're loving college basketball. It's just the way we think. But the length of it where, oh, my God, they're back now, right? You get to see the Eagles, the Giants, the Cowboys, the uh, Packers, whatever your favorite team is, appear on your TV screen, even though you know – It's not a real game, being a preseason game, and you get to enjoy it, at least somewhat enjoy it. But I love days like today. Like, you're just looking at, like, if you flipped on ESPN, it just has the fantasy rankings up and down. And even if you're not all the way in right on football season, you just see names out there, like tight ends are up right now. Noah Fant, Dawson Knox, Hunter Henry, Pat Firemuth, guys that you wouldn't normally think about, like, during the offseason. Oh, yeah. 
I can't wait to get back into this. Like today, I want to fire up my you know NFL Plus subscription on the season where I know I need to start hitting the film room and having some fun and really starting to feel it. So the reason I brought this up is, you know, FanDuel, they have a lot of different bets you can have. I haven't really looked across the board like season specials, division specials, because I like to ease my way into it and sort of have that fandom. But I started looking at the Cincinnati Bengals to be the number one overall seed in the playoffs for the AFC. Get the bye week and move on. I said, ooh, look at that. A 10-to-1 price. Boy, everybody, I guess, still sleeping on the Bengals. And then I just did a quick check of the Bengals coming out of their bye week in week 11. And I said, yeah, you know what? I don't like that 10-to-1 now for them to be the number one (laughs) overall seed. Even though I love that football team. But just stuff like that. Like, ooh, that seems like a great bet. Three minutes later, I don't think that's such a great bet. That's the stuff I'm talking about. Just getting excited for it. 100%. Have have you started to kind of take shape on, on where you think you'll land on predictions for division winners and things of that. Like I'm sure, and I'm not saying that, that you're alone in this, but you'll just rip off Buffalo, Green Bay, Tampa, keep that kind of simple. But yeah, I, is every other division rocking with plus money at the top or, or, or close to it? I would imagine. Yeah. You know, what's interesting because usually like I, I always have the same ebb and flow because if anybody knows my gambling stuff, like, Oh, you're way behind. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Like I, I it doesn't get serious for me till week three. Like, everything is fluff right now. Enjoying it, having fun, seeing what's what, watching week one, watching week two, and go, okay, I got a good feel for these teams. Now let's really dig in. So when you're looking at, like, the division winners, you could probably just paint that brush across the board at this point. But I love, like, week two in the preseason is the old week three, which means if players are going to play, it's going to be this week. And it's not, like, we don't need Kevin. Hey, well, our routes look good. Oh, great. You know what I mean? Oh, Mahomes has really got a kick, and that's all fine and good. You just want to get, like, concepts down with players that you think can evolve and be very good players this year and use that to your advantage. But as the way of, like, the division winners, we probably could have picked those in, like, April, May, and June, right? Like, we know the usual suspects where there's not those teams. Or other than me saying, like, the Cincinnati Bengals, I really like them to win the AFC North, a team I was sleeping on. But I don't think I've changed my opinion, K-Dub, since, like, March on who I actually think are going to win the other divisions. And Well, I, I don't I think you might surprise yourself, though. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean – Paint by numbers, AFC West, Donnie. I mean, the, the favorites are plus 155. I mean, there's a lot of people out there with Raiders love. The Chargers and yeah. the Broncos obviously have their fans. The NFC West is all plus money. The Birds are, are going to be in the mix on Dallas, and we know that division at times can get really wild with surprises there. So, like you know, there's, there's a couple ones where there are big favorites there, but I don't know. I, I think there's uh, still a lot that has to be sorted out. By the way, also, you know what I want to do today, which is fun, because a lot of times we shoot off the cuff, which is great. So we just go in a myriad of different directions. But even with the people calling in today, 844-843-6879, is there one team, K-Dub, that you look at across the board, right? And I'm talking good football teams, not just like who's going to be that high riser. What is that top team that you think might falter in 2022? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we, we have that top five, top ten that we think are going to be good. But is there that one team out there that you say, you know what? I got some question marks this year. And it's been a long time since this team needed to be questioned. A lot more today and a lot of good topics to get to. It's Tuesday right here on The Grid. Come on back with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back at it here on a Tuesday afternoon. It is Moneyline. Kevin and Donnie having some fun. It's NFL. It's college football. It is Major League Baseball. Yes, Major League Baseball is still going on. And by the way, the card is quite tasty today. And I did fire on three plays, so we'll get to those a little bit later in the show. But I posed the topic here in the NFL. And I guess we could sort of do this and rip it around with college football as well. Because you look at the division winners, and that was the topic brought up, where the usual suspects, right? Bills, Ravens, Colts, Chiefs, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, and Rams. But obviously, there's much more good football teams than just the ones that I've mentioned. But I want to know, is there a team out there that you look at this year? And the reason I'm asking, this isn't like, hey, Donnie, you got a head start on me. You did three hours on, like, who could falter. No, it's one of those where you look at the game, and it, or excuse me, look at the team, and it hits you. Like, you know what? This is one of those teams that could fall back. And the reason I bring that up is the AFC West, pencil, paint by numbers, it usually is the Kansas City Chiefs and everybody else. Could we actually see, and I know Tyreek Hill is a loose Tyreek Hill, you can't win football games. That's not what I'm saying. Andy Reid's a wonderful head coach, and he did unbelievable things with horrendous wide receivers in Philadelphia for a long time. Is that the team? Could it be the Kansas City Chiefs that you say at the end of the season? The Raiders, Broncos, and Chargers finished ahead of in the AFC West? Could it be? Not a not a chance they finish fourth. <laughs> um, I'd bet any amount of money if, if the odds were reasonable um on that. But let me let me ask you you this because I, I, I've been someone who's been pretty pro Chiefs because uh, I recognize the greatness of Mahomes right away, and there's no reason mm-hmm. to shy away from it. And outside of Philadelphia, I've still maintained an appreciation for everything that Andy Reid brings to the table. Yeah. The what they're trying to put forward is this idea that this uh, the absence of Tyreek Hill might make him a better quarterback. Now, on the surface, it sounds like absolute nonsense, and it might ultimately be. But at least the premise is instead of going out there. Run around, scramble, throw it deep, and just assume Tyreek will be open way down the field. De- kind of taking some of the shorter options there. I don't know mm-hmm. if you watched his opening drive against no, the Bears. It's the mm-hmm. Bears. I get it. But, yeah. I mean, Donnie was just methodical. Nothing too deep down the field. 11 yes. yards a clip. 
But he was perfect. I mean, he was absolutely perfect. And I've seen, we've seen, an angry Mahomes before just be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like, I picked him to win the MVP last year. I don't want to do this thing now where I pick Mahomes to win MVP every single year preseason, even though it might be justifiable. But, like, Donnie, I think he's going to be just unbelievable again this year. And he could be, and he really could be. And what was all the, the M.O. where teams would tell you, or defensive coordinators through quote-unquote sources would tell you, hey, give Mahomes everything underneath because he's not going to, he's going to get bored with that and he's going to start to take some shots and that's where you can get him. So maybe if this hones in, but the reason I brought them up is because that division is insane. And number two, look at this coming out of the gate for the Kansas City Chiefs here. Going right up to the they have a week eight bye, which actually isn't that bad for a good football team. You want that for me, I like it right around that midseason number. Opening day, they're going to be at the Cardinals. Now, could they mm-hmm. win the game? Sure they can. It's still opening day and it's on the road. Week number two is a Thursday night football game against the Chargers. Now, usually Thursday night football games for me I want to have that home game later in the season because teams are so beat to hell at that time, it really makes a difference. But still, you got the Chargers at home. You should beat them, but that's a formidable opponent. Then you go on the road the following week on a Sunday to play the Colts. After that, you're on the road to play the Buccaneers. Then you come home on Monday Night Football to play the Raiders. Then you take on the Buffalo Bills. Then you go on the road to the 49ers who... Hey, man, if Trey Lance is a decent quarterback, that they're going to be in football games. And I look at that myself and go, man, when you're a good football team, like the NFL, this is why I do like the NFL. If you're good, they test you. It's like the NBA. I go, we are, everybody plays the same, and, you know, you get what you get. If you're good, the reason why the NFL was built on each team can win and we think they can win each week, or each year, I should say, is you really help the teams that aren't as good, but you penalize the good football teams. So good football teams, one year, the next season going 12-4 and four or 12-5, and five, what it would be now, that's really a Herculean effort. Is there a chance that they stumble? Because that's what I look at where it's 10 bell games, it seems like, across the board. And the reason being, K-Dub, that division they play in. Forget about first place schedules. Just that division alone. But but here's where I think it gets Donnie. Those teams are playing the Chiefs. Understand. You know, but you know, like, the Kansas City Chiefs, you look through that schedule, Donnie, they're going to be favored in the early look is 13 of those games. Could end up a little bit more. Lines move throughout the course of the season. Injuries always take shape. You never know what changes there. I actually believe they're uh, currently booked as a home dog against the Buffalo Bills. I will bet you right now there is no way that's how that closes up. Um, The Bills stuff is absolutely out of control at this rate, but it is what it is. Um, But, but Donnie, like, and I understand you're talking about top teams. Vegas was in the playoffs last year. Everyone's excited about Josh McDaniels. You go out there, you make the big Devontae Adams move. Uh-huh. Donna, go through that Vegas Raiders schedule. Factoring in that yes. the Raiders are not as well equipped as the Chiefs are for a gauntlet. I think Vegas is only favored in seven of their 17 games with a win total of eight and a half. I hear you on that. But usually, and the reason why the Chiefs are such a lightning rod here is because you take away the Tyreek Hill. Sooner or later, teams have to come back down to earth. But, again, when you have Patrick Mahomes, you're going to be like the Green Bay Packers every year. You should have a decided advantage over the rest of your division because you have the best overall quarterback. But it seems like that gap is starting to loosen because I would take a look. And the funny part is, right, where the losses come from or when we talk about, like, the Jets in years past. Like, I don't even see them winning a single game, even though you know they're going to probably win four or five. It used to be you look at the Chiefs' schedule and go, where do they lose? Uh, maybe at Denver late in the season. Otherwise, it's 15-1. and one. 
But I don't get that feeling this year anymore because I don't know. Maybe it's the invincibility factor, which it, just losing Tyreek Hill doesn't change the entire mindset of the franchise because you signed some decent wide receivers to replace him. But I just want to take a look at one team for me that I think can slip up. And just because that division is ridiculous, I think it's the Chiefs. Yeah, that that's not going to be where it lines up for me. I'm trying to find something for you. Excellent. All right, ready? DraftKings, yeah. Donnie. Over under three and a half division wins for the Kansas City Chiefs. Over under three and a half for the Kansas City Chiefs. Six, Plus 110 but, over, minus 140 wow. under. Is it really like that? So there's a good chance that, that like the, the books are basically saying they're 500 around that way in the division? That's yeah, incredible. The, 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 the notion probably is they're a dog at Denver. And at the Chargers, but so, but, but this is where I talk about you That's know the incredible. kind of pro- the the proof of concept there, right? Yeah. So you can tell that the projections for the Chiefs here are are different than in years past because again, yes. Denver's not a mess, Vegas isn't a mess, right? So it, that's all understandable. But Donnie, it's sat right there, three and a half. They're gonna go five hundred in the division. It's minus one forty, plus one ten for them to be four and two or better. What do you think you would do? Like, it's amazing. Like, I'm saying, like, four and two is, ah, Chiefs might be a little bit down this year. See what I mean? It's crazy when you think about the numbers itself. Like, I can't go under that knowing what the Chiefs bring to the table just with their quarterback. Do you know what I mean? But four and two, it's still not setting the world on fire. But I'm actually amazed at that number. Like, just hearing the three and a half is the number. Man, they win this. They're on the same page as me. Are we having a down Chiefs year? Because you would be four and a half at least in that division. Smoking the Broncos with no quarterback, you know, mm-hmm. smoking the Raiders who the Raiders. Four, yes, which correct. Makes yeah. a big difference. Here's Vegas, two and a half minus one ten each way. Denver is a flat three in this mm. division, and the wow. Chargers are a three and a half, but minus one ninety to the under. So again, the real biggest takeaway, of course, is what just division. look at this division. Of course, Man. right. Which is which is understandable, but realistically here again, the Chiefs are still favored in this division, and that is the thing where you have to realize you're going to pick on somebody somewhere, right? Like ah, oh, the Steelers they finish 500 every year, it's going to work out for them. All right, well then who do you have being the bottom feeder bit? Who's getting picked on? It's going to be this somebody. The, yeah, it has, does have to be somebody. Maybe is it the Denver Broncos who? Come on, Russ. Might have to step it up this year against that competition. We'll be right back. Come on back with us on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Dropping off in the NFL. Who could it be? Could it be those Kansas City Chiefs? Might be. Sticking around the AFC, but the phone lines here are wide open on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon on the grid. It's Donnie and Kevin, 844-843-6879. And I do believe the moose is loose here on a Tuesday. Ready to let it be heard. The moose. Welcome in on a Tuesday here. Hey, Donnie, it's a great day back here in Ohio as well. Yes. The weather is just absolutely wonderful. I tell you, I tell you what. It's beautiful, brother. Hey, um, I am uh, really enjoying this uh, baseball run, especially by the Guardians. Um, mm. You know, I didn't, re- I didn't realize, but, but they're number one in the league. If I read right, and uh, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong, on um, less strikeouts. I think they're number one for, mm-hmm. for oh, by a lot. Not yeah, yeah. And um, the interesting says. thing tonight, I, I, I would like to see. And hey, where is Detroit sitting? Because last night, I think in, in their first of the doubleheader, Detroit struck out ten times. So um, and I don't know what the second game was, but I'm kind of curious on what the strikeout prop is uh, for this evening's game. Um, yeah, they're brutal. But no, I'm, if we're looking season long here, Moose for Detroit and going up against, they're going up against Plesak. He's a right-handed pitcher. They are absolutely brutal. Let me take a look at the last thirty days. Even worse. You, it's it's a pretty good look here because I'm going to go over some numbers when we get you off the phone here about Detroit's last thirty days, which are absolutely eye popping here. So that's a good look there. So yeah, I would like to see what the strikeout prop is um, tonight um, for the over under. But um, and then something else to discuss with you, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be um, coming in at the Borgata uh, at the end of this month. And um, I want to get up at the sports window. What strategy do I put into some of these last games that um, when, when I'm doing my bets, um, I'm, I'm just trying oh, to come baseball? up with a game plan. Yes. Yes, because I think that's the last week. Um, I'm going to be up there on the 28th on a Sunday. Um, and then also uh, Mac Nation is breaking loose that uh, the following week. So that, that's going to be fun. And uh-huh. I saw where uh, Mac attack. I saw where um, the ranking, the AP ranking came out today, and Pitt is number 17th, I believe, in the nation. So I'm looking forward to that uh, backyard brawl game as well. But um, yeah, as all as always, it's always a pleasure to uh, talk in. I'll be listening to you. Have a good one, guys. There we go, Moose. We go. All right, checking yeah, in here awesome. on a Tuesday. And by the way, like this has to be right up your alley, K Dub, because he starts talking about strikeout props. Mm-hmm. I, I had to just like hit the refresh button because I didn't think it made any sense. Like I'm talking, looking at year long statistics for Detroit, horrendous against right handed pitching. So I say, all right, let me just limit it down. It can't be any worse than what I'm looking at. It, it is. 
and these are all batters here in the last 30 days against right-handed pitching. The minimum here looks like is 42, which is Badu out of the nine hole. But the majority, Kevin, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 at bats here. I'm going to read you some of these K percentages, which this should just tell you why the GM gets fired. I don't know how, who put this team together or how possible that it is they're this bad late in the season. Green, who's going to lead off tonight, 35% strikeout rate against right-handed pitching. Reyes, 33%. Baez, 30%. Castro, woo, what a great season, 20%. Cabrera, 24%. Candelario, 39%. Haas, 35%. Scope, 34%. Badu, 36%. (laughs) Do they even put the ball in play? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. And wow. that's one of the interesting things about how this season-long number might not tell. And when you talk about rankings, right? Yes, that was 30 days, by the way. That the one. full yeah. story, right? Yeah. They ranked 22nd in base. So Cleveland ranks one, right? They rank 22nd. So they're ninth most, uh, ninth most strikeouts there. The, the one thing is they're going up against Plezak. Solid pitcher, all right? That strikeout prop on FanDuel is 5.5, and and it checks in at a plus 104. The thing with that, though, is, is, as you know for for me, Donnie, is it is going to start and end most of the times with the projections on a Plezak. But this is the other thing. It's not as if, look, I didn't invent strikeout props nor handicapping them, right? It's just that I found something that has largely worked for me. But if something like that, where you like Plezak and, and Plezak's a really solid, solid arm, right, Donnie? Uh, if, yeah. if you trust him to go out there and you're not scared of that number because of how bad Detroit has been, then, then look, you've got plus money there. Go on and get after it, right? Like, again, for me, it's not going to be an over today. But also, sometimes I'll use stuff like that to tell myself, okay, you know what? Can't be an under either. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a fascinating part of the season. Also, Moose bringing up, you know, that last week of August yeah. before the season shifts over to everybody's really focused on football, but more importantly also the call-ups in September where things really start to go haywire. Like, hey, I thought this guy was pitching, you know, mm-hmm. this inning or that inning, and things really start to change, and that tax gets even more with teams saying, we're honing in for the playoffs, and other teams going like, we actually don't want to win because it'll hurt our draft status, and we'd rather take a look at this, you know, third-round pitcher we drafted four years ago to see if he can perform in the closing role at this point, just trying to, like, <laughs> put some additives in. But I did know that we wanted to get and talk to the AFC topics here, K-Dub. What was an AFC topic here that we're looking to get into? So I, I think, well, because I, I like the topic you came up with here, right? Yeah. And I think we yes. can do AFC and NFC. So yep, the Chiefs sure. are, like, mm-hmm. they obviously, if that team only won eight games, like, that's like, yes. oh, my gosh, what happened to you, right? Nightmare, mm-hmm. nightmare, nightmare. Let me ask you, do the Tennessee Titans qualify for what you're talking about here or no? Because that was the number one seed last year in the AFC. The difference, though, is the expectation is for them to be not even winning their division, much less repeat as a conference number one overall seed. I would say no. In, In the way you're asking it, because it's correct. They've been on the pedestal here in the AFC as a good football team for a while now. And you say, okay, going if they go like five and twelve, that's disastrous for them. But I don't yeah. like. It. Let's just say if they had never made the move for AJ Brown to be traded to Philadelphia, I would say yes. 
they would count. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like I look at that roster, and even though Tannehill is a good NFL quarterback, they got a physical offensive line. A defense, that's okay, but you still got Derrick Henry. But they're a franchise now you expect good things from. We don't look at the Titans year in and year out like they were like the old school Browns for the last 10 years. Like we do expect them to compete, and the odds say they're going to compete in that division. But I don't know if you can use them as like, hey, you know what? I don't think they're going to perform to their capabilities because you're right. What we're looking at capability-wise, I don't think they suggest that they should still be the number one overall seed. So I don't know how high the expectations could be at that point. So, and, and I would largely agree. It, it's a win total of nine and a half, which isn't – look, it's not nothing, right? But it's not 11 and a half that we've talked about, uh, right? That's what the, the Kansas City Chiefs number is a 10 and a half. The Bills number is an 11 and a half. So if you look at last year's AFC, right – who would fit the description of, oh my goodness, everything fell apart, right? And yes. I think the closest answer you would probably come up with would be an 8-9, and nine, last place in their division Baltimore Ravens team. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is, Donnie, they were 8-3 and three and then Lamar got injured. So in a way, is it realistic that there is going to be a team that really underperforms to the degree that we are suggesting here without injury being a really significant part of the why? Uh, maybe, though. Like, what about, like, the Buffalo Bills? I love the Buffalo Bills, so I'm not going to slander them at this point and say, like, oh, I think they're going to stink because I don't. Th- I think they're going to be very good. But aren't there equations where, for- and again, you're right. Oh, well, they all got injured. What did you want them to do? And that's what I predicted. No, I'm just talking about the normal process of an NFL season where Josh Allen is healthy, mm-hmm. Stephon Diggs is healthy. You get the point, right, where you- Von Miller is healthy. And but they just don't play well. Like they're sitting at four and four after week eight, going, "Boy, what happened to you know Brian Dable left? Like, what it was was that right. guy the whisper here for Josh Allen? Like those type teams. Like the Ravens, I could see yes. The, the one team which is a shame for me, I look at the AFC South and I say to myself here, the Colts, because I'm not a Matt Ryan guy, right Mm-mm. per se. But I love the Colts as an organization. Like I love Frank Reich. When I bet on a team total for the Colts. I know I'm getting a lot out of Frank Reich. Like, you know, he's going to have that game plan together. They're going to dial things up. They're going to be aggressive, sometimes to a fault where I've been burned by the Colts late in a football game with six minutes to go on a fourth and three, kicked the field goal. No, you went for it and didn't get it. That field goal would have pushed me over the top. He's done that to me before, but usually it benefits you. Oh, fourth and one on the six-yard line, you go for it, you punch in a touchdown as opposed to a field goal. Those are nice to remember as well. But could it be the Colts? But who would challenge again? Because if we're expecting the Titans, plus 170, Jaguars 750, Houston Texans 25 to 1. Well. You know, it's hard, but well, it's hard. Or maybe it's not that hard then. Maybe it's time for you to just take it in, Donnie. No. There's going to be a a worst to first situation here in the AFC South. Let me ask you this question, okay? Remove everybody from the equation. Can 9 and 8 win this division? Nine and eight. I don't think so. I don't oh, think so. Oh, come on. Oh, come so. on. Really? No, because somebody's, somebody's going to have to pull away at that point. I don't Why? think nine wins wins that division. Because that means, cause I do think the Colts are going to be a good football team. I think the Titans would be a solid football team. And I think they can pick up easy wins against the Jaguars and the Texans. I do. Mm, but I don't think so. I, I but see, that I you, I know you don't think that way because you're buying up on the Jacksonville Jaguars. But I would involved. be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts and the Titans 
ran the table on the Jaguars. I wouldn't be. Yeah, I really wouldn't. I don't know about that. Things are going to get a little... See, it's more to me, again, less about like, oh my gosh, this team fell off a cliff. They're the worst team we've ever seen and more. Who's these surprise, really good teams? Surprise, surprise. Come on back with us right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And we are back. It's the grid in the afternoon. Patiently waiting our time for football season. But football is here. Week one in the books, preseason. Week two on deck, the best part of the preseason. And also, you already have cut days coming today, too. You got to get down to your 85-man roster, K-Dub, in the NFL. So ah, some guys releasing Bravo. and getting ready for that. Ah! <laughs> Did they hold him down to the 53? Is that what it's going to yes. be here? And by the way, we didn't talk about this yesterday. I'm glad you said Garoppolo. <laughs> Whose story said, you know what, this is relevant. That was five years ago when he signed that day, he didn't listen to anybody. Talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, signed that big contract. The point of that was what on the reporting, and who would have actually leaked that out, and for what at that point? Like, it was so off the wall. It would be like saying, I don't know, uh, remember LeBron James' first time around in Cleveland? Yeah, man, they were so unhappy with that guy. But it has, no, it has nothing to do with anything in today. It seemed odd that that story came out yesterday or somebody felt the need to say, hey, I'm going to feed you this story because some news is going to – like, why? What was that story even about where he didn't listen to his coaches? The, the thing is – He's not a team that, guy? Right, yeah. I was like, oh, I – here's my best guess. I'm not saying it's logical in terms of the ultimate decision that was made. But here's my best guess. The Niners are going to be cutting Jimmy Garoppolo. And that is major egg on their face. Because even though the only people that might be victory lapping are you and I, right? Because we were the only people with the wherewithal to openly see what was actually going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's one of those things where, Donnie... They have to cut a guy that they thought they were going to get a first-round pick for. Yeah. I'm wondering if their thought process is drag that name through the mud, let that <laughs> hopefully start to catch on, and now it doesn't look as bad, ultimately, that we've cut him and moved on. You know what I mean? It is. 
I mean, it is hilarious at this point that, it, and I don't even blame. Like usually, we're getting a laugh out of, um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo still being there, and he thinks he's worth this or that. But the simple fact that he's there still, from a 49ers perspective. But then if you flip it back over to Jimmy Garoppolo, what is this yeah. camp doing? Hey, hey, Jimmy, you know what's in your best interest? Don't latch on to any football team anywhere at any time. And, or, or a day before the season, because it ruins it. Look, he's not going to be starting. But if you were to tell me right now, two weeks ago he was cut. The Cleveland Browns just picked him up because, again, he's cut. You don't owe him any. You could cut him at the end of the preseason if you wanted to. You hold on to, hey, you know what? He looks decent here. He might be a solid backup option. Week one comes here, and let's just say worst-case scenario, Jacoby Brissett comes in on a Friday afternoon. Hey, I, I don't feel good at all. He's got COVID. He's out. Hey, Jimmy's been here three weeks. He knows the playbook. He can start week one. I'm, I'm just using disaster scenarios. But at least Jimmy Garoppolo is on another team and saying, hey, I don't have to get, like, the playbook fed X to me because I have to have a crash course to get ready in four days to be the backup quarterback for your franchise. It's wild how his camp hasn't said, look, if you like the guy, it's clear there's no trade market. Let him go. Just cut. let him get on with another team at this point. He lost millions of dollars <laughs> by somehow being convinced there was a chance that he was going to be traded and have the ability to hold on to a $25 million cap hit. Yeah. I believe that he should be firing his agent immediately. <laughs> I am not kidding, okay? Donnie, this is... Is anybody talking to this guy? Like, is that why the story leaked in a way? Because it's it's going to come out that basically Jimmy Garoppolo actually doesn't care. And he's just like, look, man, whatever. Cut me. Like, who, who could possibly care at this? Like, I don't understand, Donnie. How is this? Forget the Niners for a minute, okay? I'm, I'm over how poorly they handled this there because in some respect it's not going to matter to them right they'll cut this guy and it'll be the same as if they cut him off the bat right but how is the Garoppolo team not said hey every opportunity is drying up you're clearly going to go to Trey Lance nobody's trading for me cut me take a fourth round pick take a eighth round I don't care get me out of here you're costing me major by not releasing me. Now, what is his thought process, which we can try to rationalize this? Talking about Jimmy Garoppolo in his camp. Is he saying to the 49ers, you know, keep me around here, which is fine. I'll rehab. I'll throw passes. I'll get my workouts in. But if you cut me now and another team, hey, you know what, I'm going to sign with this team. Or does he just sit it out? The reason, What I'm trying to get at is, is he waiting and saying, all right, if you cut me, I'm not going to sign with anybody anyway. So if you can get trade for me and I get that full money, so be it. But I want to choose where I go. What you would choose, you don't get drafted, right? Cut, oh, I'm going to go through the waiver wire process. That's not going to happen here. But if he just wants to sit back and say to himself, I'm going to wait until somebody actually gets hurt and I go, oh, look at the Denver Broncos. Russell Wilson torn ACL week three. That's the perfect spot for me. Now I can negotiate, and I'll come in and think I'll be their starting quarterback. Is he just waiting on that at this point, as opposed to just going with a random franchise just to play football? The the thing is, though, right, there's, there's a world where you've mentioned Buffalo a lot, so we'll use that. He decides to be the Buffalo Bills starting uh, or backup quarterback. Mm -hmm. An injury comes about, and he says, hey, Buffalo, look, I understand I, I signed up here to be the backup quarterback, but... That's a great opportunity for me. 
Um, if they can meet your asking price, I, I would really appreciate that deal being done. And, you know, Donnie, maybe the Bills get a second-round pick for a guy that they happen to sign. And, okay, they send him off to the Denver Broncos. Jimmy Garoppolo. Right now, I know that, again, egg on the Niners' face. But we're talking about Garoppolo and what is best for him and what he should be doing. And that is what's so puzzling here. Unless it came out that the Niners said, we won't cut you. We have too much respect for you. We went to a Super Bowl with you. You can see this contract out. It's going to be Trey's job. We need a good backup quarterback anyway. Because, Don, here's the other thing, right? Like, is it all... Okay, there's no, like, luxury tax, right? Like, they're going to free up $25 million yeah. that, they could have, that they could have used in free agency. Yes. And that, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I don't understand how no, they didn't also not- realize that that would be beneficial to them. But I don't. It, well, how does that go though? Because I guess it would be activated once the season started. So yes, because if he's on the roster, it's a twenty-five million dollar. Is it? It's twenty-five point six million. I think is the base salary on there. No guarantees. So if you cut him, there's no harm, no foul. But if he's on the roster, yeah, that goes against it. So I don't know if you know one of those things where they play that math and ha, ah, look at this, we're gonna actually save $25 million bucks and let the people like, oh, what did you want us to do? You know, We tried to trade them. We thought that was in our best interest and then laughing all their way to the bank. But regardless of that, you're laughing all your way to the bank. You're supposed to be spending that money on your team to maybe get another defensive tackle or another wide receiver sure. or somebody else that can actually help the roster. So it is an interesting one to look at. But Jimmy Garoppolo, we've got more mileage out of Jimmy Garoppolo than anything. It's supposed to be like Deshaun Watson's like, hey, every day you could talk about the guy. But it seems like Garoppolo, who will have no impact on the NFL this year, gets this much play because we're just waiting for them to go, hey, breaking news from Adam Schefter. Uh, this guy has finally been cut when we were told that three weeks ago. Hey, by the way, they actually told the agent he could start looking for trades now. Hilarious. I, I think part of that is, I, certainly at my core, I think a lot of times at yours, it depends how much of a joking mood you're in. Mm-hmm. We're, we're men of logic. What has gone on here? with Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers has been illogical. Start to finish. Absolutely. Because so often, Donnie, the reason why I think you and I will spend so much time on it is because we both keep repeating the, why? What is yes. he doing? What's yeah. going on here? Because we're, we're, we're dumbfounded by the decisions that are being made by the parties involved. But you know what, man? It, it's At some point, he's going to be cut. And then... We'll see who signs him. But again, Donnie, every single one of these teams has their backup quarterback right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying yeah. that teams won't take a chance to upgrade their quarterback. But Donnie, this guy's going to this guy's going to add to be a third, third on a depth chart, like not dressing for multiple weeks out of the <laughs> season. Yes. Is that not insanity? Like he's a lower level, lower level Gardner Minshew right now in the NFL. That's how you're looking at he's it. When they thought Gardner. they could get, yes, that's what I mean. Like you, you couldn't even get anything for the guy. Like at least the Eagles, are like, hey, you know what? We'll pick up Minshew here on a late trade, late round trade. He's worth nothing. And I love the fact that it's like, well, look at his record, and he was doing the Super Bowl, and he was a couple plays. Think about that. That's actually the real meaning. You're basically saying the 49ers, if they did not have him, probably would have Super Bowls under their belt. And that's the opposite side of the pillow that we keep talking about with this guy. And, you know, we'll see if it works out and where he actually ends up at this point. But there certainly aren't any high expectations, per se, on that side. Now, when we take a look here, the NFC East, Mm. no back-to-back teams since 2004 have actually won 
the NFC East. And I know I like to joke around and talk about, like, the Philadelphia Eagles and where they sit because I do believe they're a quarterback short. I'm not talking about Jalen Hurts. I'm just talking about a legitimate quarterback where if you say right now, uh, Donnie, I can put my finger on the button and the Eagles are going to have good quarterback play regardless of who it is. I do think the Eagles can do damage. But I'm still up in the air if Jalen Hurts is that guy that can actually do it and step up against good football teams. We've seen the Philadelphia Eagles pound bad football teams. If the Eagles are better than you, right, or their favorite, I should say, they're going to beat you up. But if you need a big step-up performance, sometimes it falls a little bit flat. But i got to tell you, I don't know what the – and sometimes we question, like, what teams are doing the Dallas Cowboys, like, what are they actually doing? Like, when you have Dak Prescott, right, and you still do have a solid, not a great offensive line, but a solid offensive line, don't you just say, Dak, man, I'm going to keep all the wideouts around, right? Like, well, we're going to just let loose and let it rip. Like, Michael Gallup's coming off a knee injury. I love CeeDee Lamb. He was an absolute steal for them in the draft. The easiest paint-by-numbers play you could have. But the same way shipping off a wide receiver who's a good starting wide receiver and you paid a first-round draft pick for up to the Cleveland Browns and saying, eh, sayonara to you here, Amari Cooper. And their defense overall, and the Micah Parsons, they fell right into that fantastic pick. The guy's going to wreak havoc, don't get me wrong. Demarcus Lawrence, solid as well. But when I look at the Cowboys, it's one of those feelings where it's like Jerry Jones, like, I don't have to spend the money because I have Dak Prescott and we should still be fine in division. It's so Dallas, un-Dallas Cowboys-like. Usually they're pressing that thumb down on the rest of the league and saying, we're just going to pay for talent and see what works. Now, typically it doesn't result in championships, but the more I think about this division, I don't know if the Dallas Cowboys can repeat. And quite frankly, if nobody's done it since 04, somebody's got to win it. And the next talent, most talented team, if for me, is the Philadelphia Eagles. And by the way, talent for talent, the Eagles have more talent than the Cowboys do. They do. The Eagles are, are the better football team. Yes. Uh, the yes, Eagles they are. have a better head coach as well. Dak yes, Prescott has earned our respect. Uh, I yes, got gotcha. you. But Jalen Hurts last year was the quarterback of a 9-8 and eight football team that went to the postseason. Uh, I understand there are Jalen Hurts detractors. I think it's more so people that have question marks around Jalen Hurts that maybe you don't have around a Dak Prescott. Okay, that's fine. Eagles favored in seven games last year, Donnie. They went 6-1 and one in those games. Yes. Donnie, they are favored in 13 of their 17 games this year. And Donnie, talk about that step up in competition. There's only four games left, Donnie. Do you know how many of the four games that they're an underdog in? It's by more than a field goal, three and a half or better? The answer Mm -hmm. is zero of them, Donnie. Schedule lines up, talent lines up, historical trends line up. I'm not beating around the bush anymore. The Eagles are winning this division. The Dallas Cowboys, I don't know if that's yeah. going to make in the playoffs. You want to talk about Ooh. teams that are going to fall apart. I like that. It. That's what the Cowboys need to be worried about, not this division. That belongs to the Birds. CeeDee Lamb, week five, just throw it in the towel. Like, man, I don't feel like being here anymore. Ooh, could get ugly Ooh. down at the Star down in Dallas. We'll see what happens. We're having some fun talking NFL much more. It's now teaser time. Where's JP going? Find out now. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. 
From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The legends are true. With overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Back at it here. Short segment before we hit the top of the hour right here on Moneyline. It's Donnie Kevin in the afternoon, and now it is teaser time. Now, the truth to be told, yesterday, JP, he had an under, and he smoked it, didn't he? Did he get this? No. Hey. The opposite. <laughs> oh. Go ahead. Like, what were the Tell two games? The game. Like, what was, what was the, the – yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure. I thought it might have been the Yankees game, but it wasn't. No, it was the Mets-Braves. Oh, my goodness. 13 to 1. And that was over in a hurry after five innings, too. Was it in a hurry? Because I wasn't keeping close eyes on that game. I I think they busted eight in like the sixth or something like that. Uh, Like really beat them the hell up like like around that time. So the other, see, the the lesson be learned, JP. Unders never win. Even if you've won them before, they don't ever win. So food for future thoughts here on what you should do. Now, having said that, we've got a full card today. Some good looks out here. Where are we going with today? Side, total? MLS. That's what I'm going with. No, it's back. Oh, by the way, by the way, quick MLS point here. Any chance Ronaldo to the union? Any any uh soccer heads out here? <laughs> it's certainly better than being in Manchester United these days. My yeah. goodness, what happened with that? Four nothing to Brighton. Yeah, it's uh bad times there. New manager. Uh they have really not done much of anything in the Jeez. transfer market. And that window is is closing quite rapidly there. Uh, frustration abound. People want the owners to sell the Glazers. So oh, the Glazers yeah. again. Yeah, a lot of a lot of bad, not a lot of good there. Meanwhile, so the, the, the Glazers bring that guy in, and people are angry at the Glazers for bringing in Ronaldo. I mean, what world are we living in here? No, no, they're not mad at them bringing in Ronaldo. It's that they haven't done anything else from a group uh. last year that was beneath par. They've not improved the roster. Ronaldo's wanted to leave because he's not playing Champions League uh, soccer. So that exit strategy has been in the works, but they basically don't want to move him. So, yeah, the whole thing's a real mess. I think JP might be going to Atlanta United, New York Red Bulls tonight. Find out. Top of the hour coming up right here on Moneyline. Stani and Kevin here kicking it back and forth. A big hour number two. Setting the stage for the day. Where are we going? Find out soon. Come on back. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes. 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.